0: Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo.
1: Hello, I'm Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signal, And we want to welcome you to another episode of Spouse Tales.
2: Because you can't make this stuff up.
1: You cannot. You cannot. So coming off a long weekend, Kathy, how was your weekend?
2: It was great. Lots of work in the yard. Yeah. So um, yeah, get ready for summer.
1: It's that time of year, you know, it's yes, that time it of year for, for growth and beauty and all things uh, moving forward. That that said, uh, today we decided we wanted to talk about a topic that we both love. You know how we celebrate and reward our team and proper acknowledgement. I think that um, there's sometimes a mystery because one of the blog posts I think I wrote for Do Magazine was "Are you stealing someone else's joy?" I think that one of the things that's interesting is because you know a lot of people, Kathy. It's been my experience don't really know how to take somebody who is generous. Would you agree?
2: oh, I would agree they don't know how to respond.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, um, you know, that's part of why we want to talk about it because it's one of our, for you and I, if we just did that, if we just planned the parties and um, got to do the things that make our team feel like they're uh, appreciated, we'd be really happy. Unfortunately, we get stuck in the position of doing other things that um, you and I don't particularly like. And since it's not something we like, we often don't do it uh, maybe to the way that someone else might perceive that it should be but this is something we both love and we were talking about you know uh different ways and different things that we've done i know that uh, we've talked about on our team meetings for forever in this um, current office that we're in we did this um You know, I grew up with a large uh, Hispanic family, and, you know, on Sunday after church, you broke bread together, and my mother would always say, if you break bread together, you can't get mad, or if you are mad, you'll get unmad, and so we liked the concept of on Wednesdays, you know, when we have our team meetings, um, actually cooking a meal and serving a meal. I think you guys do kind of something similar to that, but a little different.
2: Yes, um, once a month, we have one person champion a team lunch, so they get to pick what the theme is, what they'd like to do, and then everybody participates and brings stuff in. And it is a very much anticipated and very much loved um, thing that we're doing in the office. The girls love it because during their normal day, everyone's running to grab Whatever they can put in their mouth in ten minutes, yeah. And this is a time where we really do block off the schedule so that there is an hour for everybody to sit down together and share their what's going on in their life and um, share a meal. And it's really been a great um, addition as far as team building goes.
1: It, yeah. Well, and I think you know this the sim the the symbolism that comes from breaking bread together, you know, is age old. And, uh, it is, it is different when you, you know, you sit and you share a meal together and, you know, you wait for the people that you're eating with to eat with you. I mean, a lot of times, you know, especially, you know, busy moms and dads with kids of all ages, you know, somebody I know, I think about my oldest daughter and her husband and the three boys in different sports and they'll run in and, you know, there are many times that they don't all get to sit down and eat together. And um, a lot of times that's how it is for those people on our team, too, because, you know, they are parents and um, aunts, uncles, you know, uh, grandparents in some instances, you know, mothers, dads. And I think that that makes it um, exceptional when you make time for that. And we've been talking a lot about, you know, actually making time for the things that matter. And this is is one of them. So when they do that, Kathy, who decides – um, and someone decides a theme, like if someone says taco bar, and then how do they do that? Do they have a sign-up sheet? How do you guys do it?
2: Yep, they have a sign-up sheet back in the back in the team lounge, and yeah. um, everybody signs up for what they want to bring, and it's it really is. It's a great day. Everybody really enjoys it. Um, everybody really looks forward to it. So I I really think it's a great way to get people, like you say, to sit down together and share that time together. Something happens when you become let go of the pace of the day. And just sit down and be quiet with each other and just share what's going on.
1: Sure. Well, and I think one of the things, um, you know, that I think about is I like it's sharing to sharing and caring. It's part of it is the responsibility. You know, the, we have a heavy responsibility, um, you know, as business owners and you know, uh, team leaders in the practice to ha- ha- make sure that, like, if, if they are going to work through lunch and somebody's, you know, not going to be able to leave and they were planning on leaving, you know, I'll say, we got to get her some lunch ordered or, or you guys, because you want to take care of each other. One of the things that we've done before is, like, you know, you l- put a big list up of all the birthdays, and there's a there's a place that says card and a place that says dessert, and everybody has to sign up for a card and dessert, sometime throughout this year. It doesn't have to be the same person. Like, I may pick out the card for you, but I would be the one that's making the dessert for Dr. Signo. Okay, so, but they sign up, and that way it's not just like, we always get a small gift, so we'll get the gift, but it's neat, and, you know, we'll do the gift a lot of times in lunch, but it's neat that others participate because then they're saying, hey, what's your favorite dessert, and how do you want to do that? So I think it, it's, it just it takes time and intention, and I think that's the thing that, um, that's the thing that's important.
2: Well, and I agree because, like you said, there's many times when I see that everybody's really busy and I'll just order lunch in and they'll have it delivered. But there's something different when you take the time to think about the people that are going to be at the table. Mm -hmm. What do they like? What don't they like? And that you put forth your personal effort into making something. There's some pride in that and there's some um, ownership, like you said, in being able to do that.
1: Absolutely. Well, and I think, you know, we, um, we've done, like I'll do, we had a couple of new employees recently and I have the, I I keep those, you know, $5 Starbucks cards and I have this, these little note cards that say high five and it says you deserve a high five because, um, it said, you know, welcome to our team, to our new five star. And then in parentheses, it says bucks welcome our new five-star team member, you know, and it's, it's five, five, it's really a five Starbucks, right? It's for them to get a, a cup of coffee. And sometimes we, we have, we've have in the past ordered flowers their first day. I mean, we've done a lot of different things. I think that, um, you know, y- you guys have something where you could, um, you could like give accolades or whatever to the other team members that you were sharing with me.
2: Yeah, we have something, um, called a shout out jar and it was just a, a simple little, I think someone actually took an old like pretzel container or something that had a screw on lid or something and put some stickers and decorated it and little pieces of paper and a pen on the table back in the team lounge. And you were just for your other team members to write out little acknowledgments to them. Thanks for staying the extra 15 minutes to help me clean my room. Or thanks for seating that patient or anything that someone went a quote unquote above and beyond our team is amazing at supporting and taking care of one another sure but then on a monday morning they pull some of those out and read them and it was really nice for them to do that now they kind of it's one of those things that it seems like and we've talked about this with your um shareholders conversation sure that sometimes the same person's getting those shout outs
1: yeah yeah, but it, make, it makes it kind of a competitive thing. I mean, I think that, but natural, you know, competition is not a bad thing. I think that, you know, we were talking about uh, stakeholder behavior earlier, and we were talking about the difference between, you know, and, and, and I know, it, you and I kind of shiver when we hear a doctor say staff, you know, my staff, my staff. I, I have, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not, I, I prefer team. Um yeah. If you treat me like I'm staff, I feel like I'm at the Jiffy Lube or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, right. I, I'm kind of like, like we're, I think that we start with the basics in dentistry of teams. And then there's actually colleague behavior. And then there's actually stakeholder behavior. And we work on this, you know, stakeholder behavior and have done it at different times in our career. And we talk about colleagues. And chuckle will say, um, you know, like, I, I'm... I don't really need, you know, a hygienist. I'm really looking for a colleague and it's like, oh, well what does that mean? I want somebody across the chair from me that I can trust that can share with me and learn with me, and they can't be the only one learning. I mean, that's a that's a big piece of it. But when we've done the stakeholder behavior, and I've done this in some of the bigger groups that I work with, you know, um, it's not that big of a deal, but when some of these group practices that I work with that have 80 or 100 employees, and, you know, you pass out 80 or 100 one dollar bills to all these people, and toward the end, they've got to recognize somebody who, who showed stakeholder behavior in the last week or in the last day. And identify that behavior and tell them what it was, right? And so it's always, you know, really neat to be admired or recognized in front of your peers. It's even more so when it's your peers that recognize you. And I'm telling you, this little exercise, we used to do it, and we'd do it over and over. And, I mean, people would get tired of Ashley getting all the dollar bills. You know, it's like, why is she getting all the dollar bills? It's like, okay, well, then maybe, I, you know, when you think about what changes behavior, you know, sometimes these, the way that we... Um, you know, affirm someone can help change behavior. I mean, you know, you talk about rewarding the behavior that you see that you like. I mean, I think that that, you know, but having the team members do it really makes a difference because it's not us. You know, it's like even the team recognizes, you know, who they can count on and who's going to show up for them. But I think well, all of I, those are extras.
2: Yeah. And I was listening to something this morning when I was on my walk in and they were talking about that, about always acknowledge the behavior that you want to see more of yep where human nature is to tell someone what they're doing wrong oh don't do that do this but really look for those things that people are doing right and you'll find them you'll find what you're looking for so find those things that people on your team are doing right and reward them for that with just words of acknowledgement thank you for going out of your way thanks for picking up the slack And it really does make a difference. You kind of see a spark in their eye or, you know, they stop for a minute because a lot of people, as you said, aren't used to hearing that.
1: That's right. Well, and new team members, you know, you have to, you never know where they came from or what their mindset was. So you have to keep that in mind. But, you know, one thing you and I were talking about that I think is really, really critical. And, you know, we both worked in dentistry before we married and worked with our husbands. So it's important to say that when I'm about to say what I'm going to come up with next that you and I talk about a lot is who's thanking the doctor? I mean, the truth is um, they show up, you know, they do, they, if, you know, if somebody doesn't show up for an appointment or, you know, like the, the person who is the last person to get paid is generally that doctor. And yet they do these things. And I know that some people say, well, are you, are they doing it for a thank you? It's not about why they're doing it. It's about do you appreciate it or not? Because if you appreciate it, you should say thank you or you don't have to worry about it happening, continuing to happen. I mean, don't, don't you have a strong feeling like I do about that? They should actually thank the doctor as well.
2: I absolutely do. You know, the doctors are always the overlooked ones. They're the ones that are kind of always getting the the crap if you will yeah but it's important for the team and i've heard kelly do this for um tony many times they'll do a complicated surgery and afterwards she'll say that was amazing you really rocked yeah and you can just see that means so much to him even though we all assume that the doctor's supposed to do a good job. Sure. But when someone acknowledges that they saw that, yeah. Or there's a cosmetic case that they've just seated and team members come in the room and look at that smile. The first time that person gets handed a mirror and gets to see their new smile and you have people around acknowledging how great that looks. Right that's really important for that doctor
1: well and i think you know when i i'm in a lot of um, specialty practices the day before i speak for a study club or you know when i go somewhere for a group or whatever and you know a lot of the practices will say well well why are you coming and it's like you know me i mean the content's the content so i have the skeleton of what i'm going to talk about or what i'm going to speak on but the truth is putting the meat on the bones is where i'm different than a lot of speakers and where i feel like i've got to put the extra time in to deliver above and beyond what the expectations are, because if I can go in and find, you know, a, um, a, a conversation between, you know, a patient and, or, or the doctor talking to a, someone on the team, or if I can find some of those um, wins in the practice and I can share that the next day when I'm speaking, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to get on an airplane and leave. It doesn't need to be about me. That's to me when it kind of, you know, you know, my biggest, uh, it drives me crazy when people say they're a professional speaker. And it's like, you know, you spoke at Rotary twice. Why are you a professional speaker? You know, that's not what that means. True professional speakers to me do enough research that when they get on the plane, people feel great about what happened, but they remember that person that got them there because that's how we get back. You know, at the end of the day, those people that, you know, stick their neck out you know, for a professional speaker and, you know, I and and, and you, it's worth going in and getting that extra data, you know, doing the research. So, you know, I go in and when I'm sitting and watching a surgery, I'll say, wow, that is beautiful, doc. That's a, that's a textbook extraction or, wow, that's like a textbook implant. That's beautiful. And, you know, the patients are hearing and they've already said, you know, we have a visitor in today who's going to be speaking tomorrow. But I mean, it we should, we should acknowledge those people who always are the ones that do the acknowledging. Every time they sign a check, or every time they sign a bonus check, or every time they put an extra fifty dollars in an envelope, or every time they say we're going to go to this meeting and we'll take care of everything—I mean, I, you, we know you and I because we get out more, and, and even with the podcast and everything else—we know about plenty of people and practices where they do not do that. You pay for your CE on your own, and you do all those things on your own.
2: Oh yeah, and you know it's—it's it's funny because we just had a circumstance. Um, a month ago where we, uh, acknowledged our team for an amazing month. And, you know, people say, Oh, hand them a check, do this. But I always try to find creative ways to do it. So yeah. summer's coming. I was looking around and it cost me, listen, $5. I was in Walgreens and they had these cute little, um, totes they were little zipper totes that had beach pleas and summer's coming with cute little pictures and they were plastic on the inside so you can take them to the pool and put your phone in them they were five bucks yeah but to put the cash in that as opposed to just handing them a check yeah it really shows that there was some thought behind it it wasn't just here you go thank you it's taking that extra step to find something unique that fits the situation and the person so that they it implants a memory not just that they got a check but that there was some meaning behind it
1: yeah well we're almost out of time i'm gonna throw one in here and then we we may have to do another podcast on this i think that it's one of my favorite things is i'll take and buy those really big you know you get them like at a cvs or Walgreens. is the really big payday candy oh, yeah. bar and i'll do a little um cute thing that says you're so amazing we think you deserve an extra payday and so i'll put the payday candy bar on there and sometimes i've put you know like a, a fifty dollar bill underneath it or sometimes i have put movie tickets and but the payday's there or whatever but i mean i i, I always like doing those little things and it's the delivery really that matters
2: oh it really is it shows that you took some time to think about it that that you really put some of your heart into it and i think that's where um both you and I really put a lot of focus.
1: Yeah, yeah, we really do. Well, it's been another fun episode. I hope they got a little pearl to take home. We love to celebrate the team. It's not always doom and gloom and um, always just business. I mean, part of it is about um, you. We love what we do. And so we hope that you love what you do. And we hope that we've given you a couple of tips that you can take and um, shower your team and your doctor. Kathy, thanks for being with me again.
0: Oh, you're welcome, Joanne. It was a pleasure.
1: Look forward to seeing you soon.
0: See you on the road. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thank you to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Entrepreneur Woman Magazine. Do Life is the number one lifestyle magazine for all women in dentistry. It inspires, highlights, empowers, and connects women in our industry. Weave, bringing dental practices and those they serve closer together. Signing off live from Austin, Texas, this is Mel on Air. See you on the road.